Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR author and expert podcast series. My name is Stacey Emerald Kaufman. I'm the radio director for Annie's Big City Number One National Radio Campaign that includes a performance guarantee and unlimited media training. Annie Jennings also offers her famous performance publicity program with no monthly retainers for influential online media outlets and television across the country. Today's guest, Beth Meisner, has been in the health and wellness industry for over 35 years. She is the author of four books, including her newest, Called Out of the Church, Seven Steps to Living Beyond the Cross. Her unique coaching and mentoring supports her clients in creating a strong, three-legged stool approach to abundant health, body, mind, and spirit. So welcome, Beth. Hi, Stacey. Thank you. Now, you just, or I just actually mentioned, the three-legged stool approach to abundant health, and that is something that people may not be familiar with. Can you explain (laughs) that? Sure. So when I am working with somebody who wants to either maintain a high level of health or recapture their health in some way, this is what I liken it to for them, to imagine You're trying to sit down on a three-legged stool or a bar stool that's got three legs, and one or more of the legs are quite a bit shorter than the other ones. You're going to tip over, and you're going to end up on the floor. And health is the same way. So when I work with someone, I teach them that it's not enough to only eat as well as you can and take care of the body. You have to also watch your stress levels and participate in a faith tradition that feels congruent with who you are, not something you're doing for somebody else. So there is a lot of research now on how much these three areas of our lives, body, mind, and spirit, interplay with each other. And so I do believe that abundant health requires our careful attention to all three. And that's a true representation of holistic health care. Well, that makes sense, Beth, and I, I'm sure mm-hmm. that there are many different things in each category, the body, mind, and spirit categories. What would you say the number one priority would be in each? Yeah, so that's true. There are many, many things to focus on in each category, but with the body, I have learned that the most important thing is to breathe deeply. Breathe deeply. The body is so resilient. It can handle a lot of other imbalances. But when we aren't breathing deeply, everything starts to shut down and break down. And so breathe deeply for the body. For the mind, meditate. Now, meditate means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. What I mean by meditate is slow your brain down from time to time. So that can be tied right in with breathing. And give the brain a break. We can't lift a huge weight all day long without breaking down our muscles. Our body's the same way. And the mind has to rest in order to give it the opportunity to move into a mindful state. So meditate. And that can look like whatever it looks like for you. It doesn't have to look the same for everybody else. I talk a lot about meditation and I work with people that say, oh, I can't meditate. And we do one or two sessions and they're like, that's what meditation is? I can do that. So that's for mind. And then for spirit. Oh, this one's so important. The number one priority, release fear-based spiritual practices. Let them go. They are not going to serve you in the long run. Release fear-based practices. 
What would be an example of that, Beth? So here's an example for me personally. I was part of a faith tradition where, honestly, we were there more to stay out of hell than to become a more loving person. That's a fear-based practice. You have to do this. You have to do it that way or you're going to burn, you know. And there are people still stuck in faith practices where that's the predominant teaching. You have to release that. That's not what our spiritual life should be about. Well, that's a, that's a great point. And, you know, a hurdle for a lot of people, you've identified some very well hidden hurdles to getting to and staying in a state of health. What about the most surprising hurdles? What don't people believe are in their way, but really are? Right. So with the body, I think the most surprising hurdle to health that I have found with the body is what kind of water you're drinking. That it's, you know, you have to drink water. You think, oh, well, coffee is 90% water, right? That's what my husband used to tell me. Diet Coke is 95% water. The type of water you drink, it's a surprising hurdle because you have to drink living water. And living water is mineral water, mineralized water, not bubbly water, but still water with minerals. Most of us are drinking purified water that comes in a plastic water bottle. That's not what the body needs. It needs purified, mineralized water. And we prefer to drink out of glass so that we're not, you know, ingesting plastic particles too. For the mind, the surprising hidden hurdle is hidden cues that create stress in the body. Hidden cues like breathing shallowly. That's a hurdle because you're triggering the fight or flight syndrome, the flight or flight, flight or fight response. So the hidden cues that stress the body, um, keeping your shoulders up tight about around your ears, that's also a cue to trigger fight or flight. So hidden cues that relax the body, relaxing your shoulders, relaxing your face, gazing far out into the distance. An animal or a creature who has the leisure to stand and gaze far out in the distance is telling the body there's no threat. Breathing deeply, cueing the body for the opposite of fight or flight. For spirit, I would say the hidden hurdle is not taking time to experience wonder and awe. Wonder and awe to me are spiritual they just transcend the physical life, right? They are definitely spiritual experiences. And if you live your life in a way that's so busy that you don't see what's happening around you that can move you into wonder and awe, you are missing that amazingly spiritual experience. And that's important for your health. Now, Beth, you've given us a really great snapshot, some insight into who you are as a health and wellness coach (laughs) just by having this conversation. How would you say Mm -hmm. that your approach differs from others? Yeah, you know, I I have to set myself apart from the crowd because there are so many health and wellness coaches and mentors out there. So I have this three-legged stool idea and concept, but there's one focus when it comes to binding up these three legs of the stool, and that is the underlying foundation of energy that informs each of the areas, body, mind, and spirit. I'm a medical Qigong practitioner. 
So going to the energy level is my primary strategy. So here's an example of what I mean, Stacey. There are certain chemicals the body needs in order to maintain a very high level of health. That's very tangible, very physical. And we know that there are certain brain neurotransmitters that help regulate the resilience in the body, keeping your innate immune system working at a highly effective level. Hormones like serotonin, oxytocin, and dopamine, other endorphins. And we know that there are neurotransmitters that keep the body in a weakened state, like cortisol or epinephrine, those stress hormones. So what is the way we can regulate this balance of hormones going to the energy level? And what I teach is that it is through your thoughts and your emotions, which is energy in motion. Your thoughts are just pure energy. And these energetic impulses stimulate the brain to produce healing, rest, and repair hormones. So if I'm working with somebody who's struggling with their body's immune system, I'm more likely to tell them to spend, here's your prescription, spend half an hour a day watching baby goats and laugh as much as you can. I'm going to do that more than I'm going to say, oh, well, you should add some vitamin D, you know, or you need to take some more enzymes or something like that. And remember when I said your faith practice needs to have plenty of wonder and awe, pure Mm -hmm. energy, right? And that is because those kinds of thoughts also support your three-legged stool. So another example, just one quick one of how I work that's going to be different than a lot of other health coaches, is that when I'm working with someone who has a health condition, a disease, or pain, I'm often more interested in what is this condition, disease, or pain here to teach you? What can you learn from it emotionally? Because once we go there, and we start unpacking what it's there to teach us, we usually find that the condition resolves itself on its own because it's Mm -hmm. all about energy, and energy is always changing, so we take full advantage of that with regards to healing. That's what makes me different. Well, I love it, Beth, and I'm sure a lot of people (laughs) out there listening also love what you, Beth Meisner, has to offer. Can you let us know how people can get in touch with you? Absolutely. If you're interested in learning more about my style of the holistic approach to health and wellness, you can connect with me on social media, Beth Meisner, or go to my website, which is BethMeisner.com. There's a contact form there, and I get back to you personally. I don't have a secretary, an admin, or an AI that responds. It's going to be me. And I'm so happy to have an exploration call with you to see if there's some way I can support your healing journey and help you connect body, mind, and spirit to the highest expression of who you are here to be. And I believe I'll bring something to the experience that others aren't going to be able to do. Well, thank you so much, Beth, for sharing. I just want to point out to everyone, Meisner, that's Beth, M-I-S. N-E-R, BethMeisner.com. Thank you so much for joining us, Beth. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to this podcast brought to you by AnnieJenningsPR.com. Till next time.